Hello, everyone. Welcome in. This is the Grace Point Daily Podcast. I'm Jeremiah Johnson, your host, as always, and joining me once again, Justin Bella. Welcome in, brother. Thank you for having me. Glad to have you on this episode. This is a real-life stories episode of the Grace Point Daily Podcast. Before we dive in to the story of Justin Bella, I want to say thank you. As always, please connect with the Grace Point Daily. I hope that you'll share it with someone, like it, favorite it, applause it, whatever platform that you're listening to it. Thank you very much. So just continue to partner with us along the journey of the Grace Point Daily Podcast. So we love to hear the stories of people. We love to hear how God changes the lives of people. And so this is a real-life story edition of the Grace Point Daily Podcast. Pastor Justin, he's the new pastor here at Grace Point Assembly of God Church in Carthage, Missouri. God brought us here, uh, brought him to us, and he has a great story. And so, Justin, I want to just you to just share the story of who you are and what God's done in your life and bring some encouragement to the people today. All right. Well, um, like I said, I'm uh, just new here. I'm originally from Texas. I was born and raised in Dallas, Texas, and then I uh, moved to East Texas um, when I was a little kid. Um, so a little bit of my story is my my parents, you know, they got together. They had my brother, James, and then they got divorced. And then without getting remarried, they got back together and had three more kids. Jeremy, Jeffrey, and me. Um, And then they got divorced again. Uh, My older brother, James, he could talk, so he, they asked us who we wanted to live with, and since he could talk, he went with my dad. He wanted to live with my dad and my grandparents. My mom took the younger three kids uh, with her. Um, I don't know about when everything fell apart or anything, but... um, Living with her, something happened. She left us with, uh, moved us out of state, and then she met some guy, and she left us with uh, his mom. And that, and then she ran off with him, and the mom couldn't get. She tried to get food stamps for us, and but they wouldn't give them to her because we weren't her natural, uh, your grandkids. Okay, biological. Biological grandkids. Yeah. Um, so so she just left us there. Me and my two brothers, she just left us there at, you know, the uh, food stamp office. And they finally, you know, it took a while, but they finally tracked my dad down and my grandparents, and then they came and got us. And I, my dad raised us ever since. Okay, so you're, so <laughs> start diving in here so you're from a messed up family i am you're from a broken family you're from a divorced family what was what you know and i'm just interacting with you a little bit here for me i know one of the biggest defining moments of my life or one of the things that really impacted me as a young person was when my parents got divorced i mean that was really left me with a lot of kind of anger bitter confusion a lot of different things like that did you find that to be the same experience for you or what was your feelings like as a kid um, my feeling like was, I, I really didn't know because that's what I grew up with because my parents weren't married when they got married. I didn't know any okay. of that, you know, later on, you know, I did experience divorce, you know, later on cause you know, my dad loved to get remarried, you know, he, uh, when I was in kindergarten, first grade, he remarried this lady and she had four kids. He had four kids and putting that together in one household was just chaotic <laughs> Wow! because her kids were abusive and, you know, she was abusive towards us and 
they finally my dad had finally had to divorce her because because they took one of my brothers away and for him to come back they had to get divorced and in the midst of all of this was was there any was God anywhere in the midst of this or did you have any God connection at any point or what was this what was your spiritual upbringing in, in the midst of all of this uh, that first part there wasn't when I first you know you know when I was first elementary kindergarten first grade you know all it wasn't up until my fifth when I got in fifth grade is when I started there might started to be a little spiritual yeah you know, so resuming your story you kind of go through this craziness back and forth your dad comes back into the picture yep and then I raised by my dad, you know, he raised us, but it wasn't really, you know, good. You know, my dad was always trying to find the perfect wife. I have to say he got married three or four times. Well, at least three times while I was in elementary school. You know, um, we moved a lot. Every time he got married, he we moved to a different town, different school. I... I went to kindergarten, first grade at one school, second and half a third at another school, third and ha- and half a third and fourth at a different school. It was every time my dad got remarried. Wow. And then I went to fifth grade on at a different school because my dad got remarried again. Yeah. Did you find yourself wanting a mom or, you know, were, were you longing for connection or mentorship or? I don't think so because, like I said, I don't remember any of that. Okay. So that was blocked out. So I don't know the connection i know we talked about our mom for a while but my dad was always you know like she wouldn't you know she's never gonna show back up nothing gonna happen yeah yeah so now the god part where does god begin to weave his way into your story well when i was in middle school oh um my real mom actually showed back up in the picture she uh she showed up when i was about 14 she just showed up one day uh, at a holiday and for what uh for you know, my stepmom wanted us to connect with her, so she, my mom didn't have a place to live, so she, my stepmom and dad let her move in with us, and that was more chaotic and more drama and all that. During that time, you know, I think it was like seventh or eighth grade, you know, somewhere around there, at least seventh grade, I think, um, my parents would kick us out of the house and make us stay outside all day long, you know, just to get out of their hair. Well, one day, a family drove by, and they saw us. It was an older couple, and they uh, they invited us into church. And, you know, I went to some churches before that, just, you know, randomly. Some people would invite us, we would go, and think. But to that point went the defining point, you know, by them inviting us and, you know, we saying yes because my parents didn't care if we went or not. Um, we got to go, and we went every Sunday. They would come by and pick us up for church every Sunday. And it was a little small independent Baptist church. But through that, by me, them picking us up, I was able to enjoy going to church, everything. We were bus kids, you know, they would pick us up, take us to church, you know. Sometimes they would take us out to eat afterwards just to, just so we would have something because food in my family was not, it was scarce. You know, maybe we got one meal a day or something. Um, but they would they would support us and they would, some people in the church would be like, why do you pick up these kids? These kids are just so rambunctious, so out of control. <laughs> But that family, you know, the Robertsons, they 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 loved us enough just to come every Sunday to pick us up. And wow. even on Wednesday, so just just started as simple as that, as yep. just driving by. Yep. Hey, do you want to come to church? Yep. Wow, that's powerful. I, I you know, I, I've a few of the stories that we've shared on this podcast 
you know, are mine included are, are simply that. I mean, really, I'm the result of that too. You know, I'm the result of just a friend of mine inviting me to church to a youth group across the alleyway. And that set the stage for eventually God really coming into my life and doing amazing things. And, you know, the power of inviting someone to church. I mean, imagine if that family, the Robertsons would have never would have just driven by or, or, and maybe they, maybe they had done it before. Maybe they had driven by you multiple times and said, maybe we should pick them up. Maybe we should invite them or, you know, imagine if they would have just let that be a passing thought. Yep. So they invite you to church. They start taking you to church. Yep. Um, to step back a little bit, most of my people don't know. My, my mom was a alcoholic and, you know, um, drug addict and stuff like that. But because of that, because of the alcoholism and the drugs and everything, I was premature and I was born legally blind. And so most people don't know that, that growing up, I couldn't see much. I could see the big E on the chart and that was about it. Wow. So at what point does Jesus, you're now going to church, does Jesus become real to you at that point? Do you give your life to Christ or? Yeah. When I, when I was in high school, like uh, 13, 14 years old, I, uh, I, I gave my heart to you know the Lord. I you know said the sinner prayer. I was baptized then, and then I I went to church all the way up until I graduated high school. And I did I went to a little bit after high school, but once I moved out on my own, I could make more money by working on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And so I just <laughs> I just gradually fell away from going to church. I was like, you know, and I did that for until I was like twenty four. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And what brought you back? Um, I was dating this young lady at the time and she, you know, we were going to college together and I, and she invited me to church and one day and I just couldn't say no, I couldn't say no. And I, I went to church, a little country AG church out in the middle of White Oak, Texas, you know, Francis Omega God Church in White Oak, Texas. I have no idea where that's at. (laughs) (laughs) And it was, um, you know, I, that day for some thing i just i felt sick i couldn't you know but i knew it was me i needed to rededicate my life back to the lord yeah and i did that sunday I that sunday the first one the first sunday i just wow. i was like and like i said me and that girl we we didn't stay together we we ended up breaking up but she gave me back she brought me back to the lord mm-hmm. and i thank her that we're friends on facebook you know we still talk about that and everything she's the one that led me back to wow and you got back in, and you've been serving the Lord ever since then? Yeah. You're in I, ministry? And... Yeah. I, I started serving quick because that Sunday, I didn't know about it, but the lady who went to it, the church was a small church. Lot of, it was a lot of seniors in that church, but they had a lot of kids. They would bring all their grandkids. Okay. And that Sunday, the Sunday we came back, and I came back to the Lord, the, um, the lady who was doing kids ministry, she quit that Sunday. You know, she was in her 60s. She's like, I'm done. I'm t- retired. I'm done. So the next Sunday, the pastor came to me and that the girl dating. And she's like, or he was like, um, hey, do y'all want to do kids ministry? You're the youngest people here. And I need someone to do kids ministry. And we're like, sure, we'll do it. Hmm. And from that time on, I've been doing it ever since. I, I fell in love with it. We would meet, had like 25, 30 kids in this room, and that was preschool and elementary age all in this room. And we would do songs and worship, and we would uh, do a verse together. And then the 
the girl would take the uh, older kids, and she would teach the older kids, and I would take the preschoolers. And in this small little church, the only other room was the kitchen. It was a small, narrow kitchen, and I would take the preschoolers in there, and I would teach them their lesson. Nice. <laughs> well, I um, will obviously let you tell the message of your life and your story and what it is that you believe that God has called you to do and speak and what's come out of your life. But, you know, as I hear your story, there's several things that come to my mind. And the first one is that God loves to reach the broken, you know, that God loves to reach the broken, to restore, to heal, to redeem, and to redefine the purpose of broken people. And here you are from this broken family, broken situation, and God was looking at you, you know, God was watching you and God saw who you could be not who you were or, you know, in, in the midst of that situation. And, uh, you know, God loves broken people. How many, I, I think today, you know, around us in this city where God has placed us, how many broken lives and broken people are there that God is thinking about, that God is wanting to redeem and touch and to restore if we'll be faithful to reach out and to connect with them. The second thing is, you know, just the, the power of, of just just being the one that's going to bring the person to church. I mean that that family. I wish I could. I wish we could call them up right now and say, you know, what was going through your brain? Was it the first time you drove by him? Did you have you did you drive by Justin fifty times? What 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 was it that all of a sudden made you stop and invite that that guy to church? Well, I know when uh, when I get to heaven, I'm going to ask him. Because he's passed on now. It's just, just this last year he passed on. His uh, the wife's still alive, but he, uh, brother Paul Robertson, he he passed away. Yeah, and the question I would pose to myself, to us listening, is who is it that you pass? Who are you passing by? Mm-hmm. And have you stopped? Yeah, you there, know? there's a lot of people. You just have to open your eyes. There's a lot of people out there that are hurting, or you know, need love, and you, they don't look like they do. But are you willing to stop and ask? Are you willing to take that few minutes to just, you know, just invite, you know, this couple here, their kids were already grown. They had grandkids and everything, but they would come every week and pick us up. Well, and it's, I know it sounds a little bit cheesy because we, we say it a lot, but it's about the one, you know, the, the. The one reaching the one person and the the potential person that you could be reaching. Again, asking that question, who is it that you are passing by every day? Maybe it's just one person. Maybe it's, maybe it's just one kid. Maybe, maybe, I don't know what it is, but who is that person, that family that you could reach out and connect to and just simply say, hey, can I take you to church? Can, can I take your kids to church? Can I take, you know? Yep. And that was... The starting point, you know, to you coming to Christ, the faithfulness of that one person. But then it's interesting uh, in your story as well, which I think happens to so many people is where we begin to, we begin to live life and God begins to slip. Jesus begins to little by little slip away from, from, from our lives, slip out. We get busy. We get, you know, it's more money. It's like, oh man, I can make a dollar more an hour on Sunday if and I just work then. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, how do we, you know, capture people, get them back into the life of the church? Yeah. Uh, we just have to just be willing to reach out to people. 
just willing to to see the hurting and see what they're going through, you know. Because there's people out there, they, they've probably been to church all their life, but, you know, life gets busy. And we just need to say, hey, I'm not going to worry about if it's going to look bad on me or, you know, I'm not going to, you know, get, you know, down or something. I'm I'm going to ask that person. I'm going to see what they're doing. Maybe invite them. What are those few few things that God has called you to speak and to say, or those things that have come out of your life, that, that life message that God has put inside of you? What are some of those things? The message, the life message that God can use anybody. Because if he can use a kid that came out of the dysfunction home who was half, you know, blind, uh, that, you know, he healed later. If he can use me, he can use anybody. Um, just, you know, for years that I was always told, you're never good enough. You're never amounting anything. But if he can use the broken, the person who people say oh, that the discarded, the, you know, the trash, because that's what we were. My family was considered the, you know, trash. You know, we went to <laughs> our schooling with more of a more richy type, out of the country type neighborhood. And we were, we were the outcasts. Wow. But God can use us. God can use the outcast, the broken. Yep. Praise the Lord. Well, that's that's a powerful story, and God is wanting to continue to write these stories each and every day. And I pray that God would just give us an openness, uh, you know, sensitivity, uh, an awareness, whatever you want to say, that we're paying attention. That it, it, my neighbors, that God, who you know, just the phrase keeps coming to me: Who am I passing by that I need to stop? And say, you know what, Lord, you've called me to reach that person. It might be inviting them to church. It might be, I might have to invest. And it's going to require an investment, just like that family. It wasn't just one time. It was that faithfulness that come each and every week, over and over and over again, picking you up. And and I'm sure it maybe it was somewhat inconvenient or or they didn't have to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, In one sense, they didn't have to. Yeah, because they, they totally didn't even... They would go out of their way where they lived. They would drive out of their way just to pick us up to go in town. Because they could easily took a different road, which is right by their house, and gone in town easily. But they went out of their way every week to pick us up for church. Yeah, they went They went out of their way. What a powerful statement. Is we need to go out of our... You know, reaching people is going is not easy. It's not comfortable. It requires us to go out of our way. It requires us to make sacrifices. It, it's time. It's energy. It's effort. It's just, you know, it just doesn't happen yeah. in a moment. Well, that's a powerful story. This is Real Life Stories of the Grace Point Daily Podcast. I look forward to sharing more and more stories of redemption of God's grace. I hope that story encouraged you. I know some of you listening, you might have a powerful story and part of our stories, we should be sharing it, you know, that God gave us, God has given us a testimony. I I shared this Sunday when I was talking about the genealogy of, of Jesus and how that relates to our life. We have a story. We have a story to tell. We have a genealogy. We have a lineage and some is worse than others. Some is better than others, but it's our story. And it's the story that God wants to use to bring glory and honor to him. So all of us, whatever your story is today, your story of redemption. And if you're listening right now, I hope some people that, that you're like, man, I want, 
You need God. You need Jesus to turn your life around. He can do it today. Uh, but as well, we need to just pronounce and proclaim that story. And out of our story comes a testimony. And I'm sure you've noticed this. I've noticed this, that out of my story, God has used that story to minister to people. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's been moments when I've been preaching or and I've been sharing my testimony and it just it just hits that person and I can see it. And they've come up to me afterwards and just said, you know, Pastor Jeremiah, your story just really ministered to me. It really connected with me. It really just, I, I understand, I relate. And that's the thats the purpose. That's the point, that God uses our story to reach and to connect with other people. Yep, I agree. Any last words, Pastor Justin? The last word is, is just go. Find that one person that should have been stirring on your heart and just invite them. Just go out of your way. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, thank you for joining us in the Grace Point Daily Podcast. I hope this story encouraged you. We look forward to talking to you next time.